Okay, so in this week's episode of Vibe Club, what I wanted to discuss was the band My Chemical Romance. Now, My Chemical Romance was a pop-punk band from the early 2000s. And the reason I wanted to discuss them is because I think they're a great example on how they target an audience, they target a feeling or an issue, and they directly address and, and target that issue in their music. And we're going to have a look at a few examples of how. As My Chemical Romance is a pop-punk band, so they're always playing towards a younger audience, but also in their lyrics, they're specifically targeting ones that are perhaps going through youth or teenage years because their lyrics tend to address issues such as insecurity, exclusion, mental health, anxiety, depression, loss of loved ones, comforting friends who are struggling with addiction or problems or loss, and then throughout all of it, being able to keep on going. So we're going to have a look at a few examples of where they do this in song and also how they really convey that feeling through their music as well. So uh, yeah, let's have a good look at My Chemical Romance. Okay, so the first example I'm going to have a look at is their song that came out in 2004, which was called I'm Not Okay, Brackets, I Promise. Now, I'm going to be listening to the clean version of this, as um, it's a bit like Radiohead's Creep, where there's two versions. So, uh, just a heads up, uh, if you listen to this, that there is a clean version of it. Now, the reason I wanted to discuss this song at all is because I feel like even in the title, this song clearly identifies the exact target audience and the feelings that they're trying to reach. So, all the way through this song, it's talking about saying, you know, in the chorus, I'm not okay, trust me, I promise, I'm really not okay. And it's addressing as well some of the issues that perhaps ones feel when either at school they've got friends that don't treat them well or where it's simply just the problems of being young where people can be a little bit not always honest and people can be dishonest and uh, you end up not making the best of friends and getting affected by that but ultimately I feel like this song my interpretation because obviously a song can have its initial meaning of lyrics but the way you interpret those lyrics can be different now for me what I love about this song is the whole concept of making a song where the whole chorus saying I'm not okay I'm not okay but I'm telling you the truth trust me I mean it I'm okay now, I think that that's really interesting because how often do people say, oh, how are you? Are you okay? Are you all right? And people just say, I'm fine. And it's a famous thing where people say, I'm fine, and they're not fine. And I feel like this song, along with the pop punk guitar work and, and that kind of really energetic music, is trying to bluntly and directly say, I'm not okay. <laughs> so uh, when we're always saying, yeah, I'm fine, when really someone isn't fine, well, this song is making a point or a statement of that where people say they're okay when really they're not. So let's have a little listen to this and you'll see exactly what I mean. Now this bit. That's some MCR do so much slow and then really big and fast. 
then straight back into the chorus. Okay, we'll leave it there. So, what I really uh, thought is great there as well is something you'll know this MCR do a lot, and you'll see it in a lot of these examples, where they often will slow it down or bring piano in or do something really gentle before then they suddenly go into this really big drop. And the, yeah, the, the way as well that their lyrics are so back and forward saying... I really need you to listen to me. I'm telling you the truth. I mean it. I'm okay. And then straight going into the chorus saying, I'm not okay. Really just highlights the confusion and the difficulty, you know, we all have where sometimes we'll say, I'm fine when really we're not. And I love that they've just addressed that issue in a song. Now, the next song I want to talk about, and this is just my personal interpretation. Uh, so I don't really know what the song is uh, really about, but. That's all anything really is, isn't it? It's what a song means to you and how you interpret it. Well, for me, the next song we're going to have a look at is Thank You For The Venom. And what I love about this song is how I feel like it's kind of like a heavy pop punk rock riff with the guitar work. But the reason for that is because I feel like the music itself is expressing the frustration of the main character that's singing the lyrics because to me the song is about having someone that's dear to you or someone that you know that is struggling with addiction whether it's uh, misuse of drugs or perhaps uh, some other uh, problem like uh, you know their mental health or suicidal or things like that and I feel like what's amazing about this song is that the whole chorus is singing over and over again that they're going to try and help them <laughs> through this they're going to try and do what they can and i think that that's a really beautiful thing to be expressed but regardless of the fact that someone's trying to help them it's still frustrating and exhausting and tiring which is hence why the whole style and genre of the music being in this kind of rock fast-paced style actually just expresses that frustration that the lyrics are describing. So uh, have a listen to an example of this. Uh, I think it's a really good example of how a topic like this can be addressed in music. what I love about that is just just some of those lyrics are fantastic I mean consider the main chorus singing give me all your poison all your pills you know you'll never make me leave and I think that's that's quite a powerful point that it's they're not even putting it too poetically are they just being quite blunt but then even just singing quite with <laughs> emphasis saying you're running after something that you'll never kill which is almost like an itch that you're never going to scratch. Like, this isn't the solution. The way you're going isn't the solution. 
and it's singing that but with frustration because if you've ever been in a situation like that it is frustrating from an outside point you know trying to help someone with those problems so yeah i think that's a, a fantastic song by my chemical romance where they really address and confront these issues that people face so the next song we're going to have a listen to has actually been described even by brian may the lead guitarist from queen as the modern bohemian rhapsody for another generation so if from me describing that you already know what's coming but if you don't know what's coming i'm gonna listen to a little bit of welcome to the black parade which has got to be one of the most iconic 2000 songs that there is i think and uh, usually a lot of people even from just if you just play that first g note on a piano they know what's coming which is incredible which is a little bit like, uh, you know, as soon as people hear the start of Bohemian Rhapsody, they know what's coming. And this song is uh, fantastic for really showing how My Chemical Romance are addressing this issue of loss and the frustration and confusion that come with losing a loved one and going through those stages of grief and trying to come to terms with that. Because in the song Welcome to the Black Parade, it starts with the main character talking about when they were a child and their father taking them to see a, a marching band. So the music follows the description and the music plays in the style of a marching band. But then that turns into this fast paced pop punk where it goes on to really address these issues, even to the point where it speaks about we'll carry on. And even though you're dead and dead and gone, believe me, your memory will carry on. And in my heart, I can't explain it and I can't contain it. And it's, amazing really that they're talking about all of these different topics doing it in this really powerful theatrical sense so let's have a little listen to this and if you haven't ever heard this song before go and listen to this song because it's like someone saying you've never heard bohemian rhapsody you need to go and listen to it so this is welcome to the black parade So here it's gonna slowly speed up. He said, Son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the damned? Yep. Amping up more. Here we go. Oh, those drums are incredible. I'm getting goosebumps right now listening to this. Tried so hard not to sing along. Here we go. 
such an amazing song. Okay, so that was Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, such an amazing song. Just the way it's all written is, I feel like it's just perfectly produced. Such a fantastic song. Now, it's interesting that that is from the album, The Black Parade. And that album, oh, I remember an interview somewhere, but I can't quite remember which one it is. But I remember Gerard Way, the main singer of My Chemical Romance. And I'm sure it was saying influences such as Queen and David Bowie were big influences. So the Black Parade is in a similar way, like a story. So much is the same as how you've heard perhaps albums like Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall and it's one story throughout. The Black Parade is a story all the way throughout. But I'm not talking about that. I'm just going to pick on little pieces of how those songs can actually have a meaning for people individually as well. But yeah, so welcome to the Black Parade, talking all about loss, carrying on, trying to give comfort while addressing the frustration that comes with that and really the theatrical nature of a beautiful piece of music. Now the last song that we're gonna have a listen to, and I purposely picked this one last, because this song is called Famous Last Words, again from the Black Parade album. Now what I love about this song is the way whilst a lot of their music has been classed as emo, despite the fact that the band do not want to be called emo, they want to be called pop punk. But what is fantastic about this song is that because a lot of their songs can address kind of sad or, uh, you know, difficult or sensitive topics of how people struggle with frustrations, like we've discussed, you know, not being able to express how we're really feeling if we're not feeling okay, struggling with loss um, and things to do with that. Uh, struggling with helping people that are, you know, finding <laughs> that they're having problems and trying to help someone through those difficulties. What Famous Last Words does is it addresses the feeling of positively not succumbing to the pressure and not giving up. Now it does this in a few different parts of the song, so we're going to have a look at two different parts of the song. One, we're going to have a listen to uh, the first verse, which I think is really beautiful, where they're poetically uh, describing bright lights casting a shadow, you know, that weight on them, a life that's so demanding that they're weak, they're struggling to speak, but then going into the chorus saying, I'm not afraid to keep on living. And then later on, we're going to have a look at another part of the song where they speak about not being afraid to be able to keep on going, even with people by their side. So let's have a listen to these two parts of Famous Last Words. Oh 
words I thought I'd never speak Awake and unafraid Asleep or dead Cause I see you lying next to me With words I thought I'd never speak So there's just four examples that I thought were good examples of how My Chemical Romance do a good job of using their music along with the lyrics to reach a target audience and try to reach in and express the feelings that their target audience are struggling with. I think that's a very skilled thing to do as an artist and I think a good example of how this style of pop punk guitar work actually works to this in a good way because I've seen on YouTube a while ago where My Chemical Romance did a few acoustic covers of these same songs and it just didn't sound very good. It just didn't seem to work because the whole message that the lyrics are trying to convey is like we've discussed frustration, loss and you know the, the difficulties and confusions that come with that. Well trying to do that it stirs up strong feelings and emotions and the the rock guitar and the, the rock drums and bass line that all expresses all that energy and frustration in a musical way whereas uh, acoustic it doesn't seem to do the job as powerfully so that's just a very brief example uh, where we've looked at just four songs i'm not okay brackets i promise clean version uh we looked at thank you for the venom we listened to welcome to the black parade and then we finally listen to Famous Last Words. <laughs> 